Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of the Computer Business Marketing Show. Today's episode is brought to you by TechSite Builder. TechSite Builder is a hosted website builder that allows you to quickly and easily get a clean and professional website up and running for your computer or tech-focused business. Save time and frustration with TechSite Builder. Learn more at TechSiteBuilder.com. All right, guys, today I am not here. I'm actually on vacation. I'm going to be gone for three weeks. So what we're going to do during this time is we're going to kind of do a best of where we're going to go back in the archives of the original Computer Business Podcast and pull out some of the most popular marketing-related uh, episodes that we did. And what I'm going to do is we're just going to share the the interview portion of those episodes. So you're just going to get the really good stuff, um, very focused, uh, very um, informative, uh, based around a marketing topic. So today our topic is going to be about how to effectively market your IT business. In this episode, we have a double featured guest. It's going to be Nate Teplau and Joe Trevano of Continuum's MSP radio podcast. And we chatted about the best practices in marketing your IT services business and how you can get the most bang for your marketing buck. These two guys really know what they're talking about. And we talk about a lot of great strategies. So stick around for that coming up right now. All right, welcome to the featured topic for today's podcast. Today, I'm excited to have two people on the show, and this is a little different for us. We've never interviewed two people at the same time, so this is going to be real exciting. We're going to get double the uh, the value from this interview. Uh, today, I have Nate Teplo and Joe Tavano. They're both hosts of the MSP Radio podcast and also members of the marketing team at Continuum. Uh, welcome, guys, to the Computer Business Podcast. How are you doing? We're doing good. Thanks for having us on the show, and hopefully we're not too much of a handful being uh, two of us here. Yeah, yeah the, the expectations are high. I hope we uh, deliver on twice the... Uh Twice the value. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you will, and then some. Uh, these guys uh, host the MSP Radio Show, and the, you know they they work with Continuum and Continuum. Uh, if you guys can just give us a brief overview of what Continuum is and and what you guys do over there. Sure. So Continuum is a managed IT services platform. We have a number of different solutions for for managed IT service providers, uh, RMM tool, backup disaster recovery tool. We have a help desk that. Uh, your clients can call to get um, you know support handled. So number of different pieces of our puzzle, but more or less we're a platform uh, to enable managed IT service providers to provide the services they do to their end clients. We're the, uh, the only channel exclusive fully managed IT services provider. Exactly. Excellent. Yeah, and I'm sure you know if folks have been to uh, some conferences in the industry, or you know have been have been searching for for these types of solutions. They're familiar with your what you guys do over there, at Continuum. Uh, so, and just really quick, what are uh, what are your guys' background? Um, I, I know you're on the marketing team, and and I guess if you can just give us a quick overview of how you came, you know, to be at the uh, on the Continuum team and and where you came from before that. Yeah, so I've been at Continuum. This is Nate. Um, I've been at Continuum for uh, just over two years at this point, um, and I've been on the marketing team the whole time since then. I've transitioned to a number of different roles, kind of within the marketing team, but. More or less, I've been managing uh, a number of our marketing programs, so the different kinds of you know campaigns we're running, whether those are email campaigns or web campaigns or um, you know partner success and enablement campaigns. So making sure our partners are successful with our platform is a big focus for me. 
Um, previously, I was at another tech company, um, again, on the, on the marketing and kind of sales side, side for them. So, you know, I've been doing marketing for, you know, the better part of the past four or five years and, um, you know, like to think I, I, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to some, some basic marketing, marketing stuff. He does. <laughs> um, I, I am a senior copywriter. I have been writing um, in, on marketing teams for over 12 years now and uh, have worked in a number of different industries. I've been with Continuum for a little bit over, uh, about a year. I was going to say a little bit over, it feels like, um, a, about a year, and uh, have been creating a number of different pieces of content, um, everything from ebooks to web pages to email to um, other uh, sales and partner enablement kits. Um, just about anything you can think of, I've, uh, I've written it. So, um, yeah, and blog as well. Off the top of my head, so um, if it's if it's written, um, there's a good chance I may have written. Excellent, great. So yeah, so that that's a great background to to tackle what we're going to talk about today, and and really what we want to talk about is you know we're, we're starting a new year, and it's always a good idea when you're when you're kicking off a, a, the year to kind of re relook at some different aspects of your business and, and marketing being one of those. It's a good time to put together a marketing plan for the year. And I know um, a lot of the listeners of the Computer Business Podcast are in various stages and various sizes. So we have you know, computer repair shops that are just one, one guy uh, working from his home office. We have you know, storefronts uh, who have a few techs working for them. And we have some of the smaller MSPs who, who might have a handful of employees working for them as well. But most of, most of our listeners don't you know, have the budget to, to have a marketing department or even just a marketing person. Uh, a lot of times they're just trying to learn as much as they can about good marketing practices and throwing a bunch of stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks. And so instead of, you know, just kind of um, guessing at it, it's good to maybe put together some sort of plan for the year. So first of all, I just kind of wanted to get your guys' idea on um, how, how computer business owners should go about putting together a marketing plan and what they should be thinking about when they go to, to put together the plan for the year. I think the biggest thing is is the word plan is having a plan. It's not just something you do every once in a while and and as you know one off things. And I know it's very easy for you know outsource IT guys, whether you're a one man shop or even you know a, a ten to fifteen man shop, to spend time marketing. It usually falls on the back burner because you're dealing with client issues or things come up or you know it's it's very easy to push marketing aside. But I think the the, the biggest downfall to marketing is not sticking with it enough and not doing it regularly, whether that's optimizing your website or publishing a blog post or uh, working on an email campaign to your, your, your database, you should always be doing some sort of marketing. And it, you know, obviously it depends on the size and how many marketing team members you have. I, I've seen some of our partners, they pick a day of the week to, right. to focus on marketing. So Wednesday is their marketing day. Wednesday is when they're you know, either drafting emails or, or working on uh, you know, fixing their website or optimizing some forms or, or whatever it might be. Um, so whether it's you, you pick a day of the week or, you know, dedicate an hour each day to do marketing, or maybe it's hire an intern, maybe it's hire somebody part-time that can help out with managing your social media accounts or something, you know, smaller like that, making sure that you stick with it, I think is a, is a very important piece of, of marketing because when you're not consistent with it, 
that's when when marketing really fails. Yeah, I like the idea of uh, making time for marketing and actually building it into your schedule for for the day or the week or the month. Because um, uh, yeah, a lot of people say I need to put together a marketing plan or I need to do do some marketing efforts in my business, but then life just takes over or the fires start piling up and and you eventually just start putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And and I feel like you know some of these crucial aspects of your business, it's best to get in your calendar and actually physically make a calendar appointment for you and whoever else you want to work with to sit down and and work on marketing, um, either, whether it's putting together a plan or actually implementing the plan. Um, that, that's a, that's a great, that's a great uh, thing to, to consider. Yeah, so go, no, go ahead. Uh, no, no, please. I was just going to say, don't, don't overthink it either. It doesn't have to be complicated. I think people get very caught up in, in being, in being very like verbose or official, or I have to like, you know, do marketing, (laughs) whatever that means. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really, it's, it's nothing more than staying in touch with people and and giving them information that they, that, that you think that they would find valuable. Um, Don't, don't overthink it. Don't feel like you need to make a, you know, a big giant email campaign with pictures and letters and calls to action or whatever, just just stay in front of people, stay in touch with them. And that's what I think marketing is. It's about being in touch with people and finding things that resonate rather than like big giant campaigns that are, are hard to conceptualize. Yeah, I always feel like marketing is too big of a word and people can get very intimidated by saying, I need to do my marketing now. Um, really what it is, is, uh, you know, a lot of small brackets they have to hit, um, you know, regularly, keep it up, keep it going, keep the ball rolling, you know, hit the emails, you know, get in front of people, um, keep your website up to date, things like that, you know, just small increments will eventually um, lead up to a, a much larger marketing strategy that they're, they're keeping up in and keep moving forward. Yeah, I, I like that. You to, you got to start somewhere, and it can be you know just small steps in in certain things to get started. And you're right, marketing can seem overwhelming because there's so many different things you can try and so many different ways you can go with it. Um, it's always good to just focus on on one thing first. So, what what are some of those kind of lower hanging fruit uh, items that people can look to 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 improve their marketing you, you I know you mentioned websites and you mentioned um, email campaigns um, are, are there anything else that uh, folks should be looking for when they're putting together their marketing plan as kind of these are some of the easier things to implement that we can get get rolling right now so that we can kind of at least get the ball rolling on on marketing for the year I, I think content's a big thing um, if you're not producing content regularly then that, that's something you really need to step up this year it's I mean, it, it's how you get found online. People search for, for content and for answers to their questions. And if you don't have the content available to answer those questions, you're not going to get found online. It also makes you look like a, a, a leader and a, and a thought leader. People, you know, somebody people would trust. When it comes to their IT systems and the success of their business, if they don't see that you're an expert in what you do and, and are publishing things online and putting your stake in the ground on, you know, this is how to do things, this is how to answer, you know, this is how I provide the answers to your questions, they're not going to trust you with, with their business. So there's kind of a two, two-fold effect there. So there's a number of ways you can publish content. That could be a blog post. Maybe you just commit to a weekly blog post. And, you know, it's, again, it's hard to find time for, you know, to write blogs, but um, there, there's really easy ways to get content out there. I mean, e- even like a, a, a podcast. It's really easy to do like a five-minute podcast once a week. Just speak five minutes. If there's a question you're getting regularly from your, from your clients or prospects or whatever, start answering that question in a podcast, a weekly series. And then what you can do is transcribe that, 
post it as a blog post. You can share that on social. You can email that out to your database. And that's content you can use and leverage in many different ways. And it really only takes you five to 10 minutes a week to generate that. Um, you know, if you just use it as, you know, re- record your, your, your thoughts on it and then transcribe it and, and publish it. There's, there, there, there's ways to get lots of legs out of the content you produce. And obviously writing, you know, five blog posts a week isn't feasible for, for an MSP, especially if you only have one or two marketing people. But um, th- there's, there, there's ways to, to get more legs out of your content. And it's important to think about ways to spread that content, that thought leadership and, that, and your knowledge, uh, you know, across your website and your different kind of marketing channels. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, I, I, again, I think people uh, get very intimidated when they sit down. You know, not everyone's uh, the most verbose writer in the world. Not everyone, you know, wants to be either. Um, you, you don't need to worry about word count. You don't need to worry about, you know, if you're doing a podcast, a length of the podcast. Um, you know, sometimes two minutes is great. Sometimes one minute is great if you can really get your thoughts out there. Um, you know, for a blog, you don't you don't need to do a, a novel. You don't need to hit a thousand words or or anything like that. I mean, three hundred words is is a great length to hit those SEO um, targets and make sure that your 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 thoughts are getting out there. So, I mean, you're doing that. That's really not that hard to do. Yeah, and, and and videos are another great way to do that as well. I mean, uh, any any mobile device now has a decent enough camera on it that you can actually just have somebody record you sit down in front of your, your desk or something and, and provide, you know, your, your top five highlights in tech news for, for the week or something and do that once a week. That's, you know, it takes you maybe 10, 15 minutes to aggregate some of those sources. And that's something you should hopefully be keeping an eye on throughout the week, you know, just for the success of your business is, you know, industry news. So, you know, put some highlights together and uh, have somebody just sit there and record you and you can publish that in a blog post. You can host the video on, on YouTube or some other different uh, video hosting uh, applications and, Publish that as a blog post. Share it on social. Again, email it out to your to your database. That's another good way to continuously publish content. Yeah, that's. Uh, I love the idea of repurposing content in different mediums. So, you know, you can pick the medium that you're most comfortable in. Are you more comfortable um, talking? Then you can you can have a podcast. If you're more comfortable in front of a camera, then you can record a video. If if you're more of a writer, then you can write the blog post. You you choose the the medium you're most comfortable in, create your content there, and then you can repurpose it into a video. I know some folks who who put together videos. Um, where it's it's not talking, it's just kind of like a, a slide deck almost, and they they put you know exciting music behind it or something like that, and 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 that's that can be effective because there are you know people uh, your your potential clients who might be um, spending a lot of their time on on YouTube you know looking up information on their particular um, their particular sector or their business or or some problems they're having with their their IT situation at work and they're they're in in YouTube and they're looking up how to videos or whatever and there your video pops up um, you know someone who provides services around the problem they're having they would have never found you if you wouldn't have put that video on YouTube um, so I, I like the idea of creating the content once and then repurposing it through through different mediums yeah I mean it's important to remember that YouTube is the second largest search engine in the world so being able to have a presence there and have a uh, you know, a great video, and even if it's a, a small video that just explains a, a concept of some sort, um, it, it can be, you know, immensely helpful for having people find your business. 
So now it's, you know, uh, another thing that um, might kind of hold people back from implementing this type of marketing plan is the time it takes to, to record a video, uh, transcribe it to um, a blog post, and then, you know, uh, put it, copy it out and, and send it out on social media. Is there, is there any tools you recommend or know of that can automate this process or make it a little bit easier to take some of the, the, the you know, the tedious work burden off of the uh, business owner? Yeah, I mean, there's a number of different tools for all of those different, you know, channels that, that you mentioned. Um, I mean, off the top of my head, when it comes to email marketing, um, Constant Contact's very good for small businesses. MailChimp is also a very good email marketing platform. You can do some cool things in terms of making nice emails that look, you know, professional, customized, and very easy to edit and manage your lists there. So I'd recommend checking out Constant Contact or MailChimp if you're looking for kind of an email marketing platform. If you want to go a step up, there's also kind of a marketing automation platform, which uh, those tie in a few more components of marketing. They might feed in your social or more of the automation pieces of it. Um, when it comes to social media, there are you know a number of tools that you can schedule tweets or you know add some automation in for those. I know the uh, Buffer is one of them. Uh, Hootsuite is well, another Buffer. one. Yeah, Buffer is really yeah. good. You can schedule things um, very easily through Buffer. Uh, Hootsuite's another one where you can link up all your social profiles and have things published across them. Um, so those yeah, I love are Buffer. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Buffer. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've used it, it too. It's it, it's very very easy to use. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, where do you see you know the marketing going in the future? Um, I, I know uh, it's in the past. It's been all about blogging, and it's been all about um, just getting yourself out there, producing content. Is there any kind of new uh, new things you see that are that are starting to gain traction that are producing results for folks as far as uh, marketing for their businesses? Uh, well, the obvious one for us uh, has been podcasting. Um, it's something we've worked on, uh, you know, for for about a year and a half now with our MSP Radio show, and it's again, it's just another channel for us to reach our audience, whether that's partners or prospects. It's just um, content for them to consume, and that's pretty much all our MSP Radio uh, show is. It's just you know useful content for for MSPs and IT solution providers, and that's part of our strategy here at Continuum. So obviously, content's big. We've talked about it in the past, and that's going to continue to. To, to be a, a core piece of your marketing strategy. Yep. Um, if there's any trend, I think, um, it, it, and trying to verbalize it is tough, but I think just making it more authentic, and, and that's something that we've tried to do in our marketing here, is you don't have to be like salesy or tricky or try to you know trick somebody into opening your email with a clever subject line like, hey, thought you might want to check this out, dot, 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 or anything yeah. like that. Like, j- Just be authentic with your marketing and, and make it about connecting with your audience. And I know I said that earlier, but you know, find ways that that's going to resonate with them and, and be authentic in, in your marketing. I think people are expecting more of an authentic process when it comes to their marketing and, and sales journey journey with your company. And there's a lot more power on the buyer now in terms of you think of things like, you know, Yelp and, you know, ways to leave reviews, whether that's on Amazon or, or whatever. The buyer has a lot of, has a much stronger voice these days in terms of, um, you know, voicing back the things that, that, that they experience with your company. So, Treating your buyer, you know, with respect and, and authenticity throughout the marketing and sales process, I think, is important, and it's going to lead to better relationships, better, you know, loyalty among your your, your customer base. So, think about factoring in that authenticity and and um, that relationship building throughout the marketing and sales process. It's not tricking somebody into buying something. Yeah. It's it's really about building a relationship. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the idea of being slick is really it, that's dead. I mean, trying to almost like get around the psychology of your 
of your of your buyer. That is not where marketing is going at all. You know, trying to get that emotional response from people, you know, getting them to connect with your with your content is where marketing, I think, is really, really going. And uh, understanding who your who your audience is and catering to what they want to hear and catering to what will connect with them, you know, at a, at a very authentic level is absolutely where where people should be trying to um, go. Yeah, and uh, with authenticity, I, I think that's really important because you know when you can just think of it from your perspective. If you receive an email from uh, some company saying ABC Corporation it would like to let you know about the latest trends and whatever, uh, w- how do you feel about that? Versus you get an email from a person who says, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm Nate, and I just wanted to talk to you about some cool things I, I uh, found recently that might." You know, help you out in your business, or that might apply to your your IT um, uh, area or something, and and come at it as a real person, as opposed to some nameless, faceless corporation uh, that's just you know churning out information that doesn't really apply to exactly. anything. Exactly, so. you're going to get a much better response here that way. We actually, um, I actually wrote a blog post about this, and we discussed it on our radio show. But I, the blog post was titled "How Not to Write a Sales Email," and I actually, this is, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I received an email from. Uh, some sales rep, they were, you know, again, trying to sell me, you know, some, uh, um, I think it was sponsorship package or something. And the, you know, we said, we're not interested. We don't have time to, to, to manage this right now. And their response back was just so generic. And it was like, we're very confident you will be thoroughly pleased with our, with our solution that will, that will benefit your business or, you know, and it was very generic and I, and I yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I took that email content and put it into an, into a blog post and I picked it apart. And it, it did pretty well on our blog. I think I got, you know, it, w- it was one of our top blog posts of, of last month. But um, after I wrote that blog post, I had two or three other sales reps reference that blog post and say, hey, we've been trying to contact you. I saw your blog post and, uh, you know, you know, I'm going to do my best attempt to not write a bad email. And that was much more personal. <laughs> but, but it's funny yes. because you have that, that horrible first version that I actually posted as a blog post. I didn't respond to it. I posted it as a blog post just more for, for fun, and it was, I thought, good content for us. But then, Anonymously, too, right? Anonymously. Yeah. I left their name out. Didn't, didn't slander them. It was more just to make a point about the, the, the lack the of writing. quality. Yeah. yeah. But when it comes to the people who actually reached out to me and referenced the blog post, something I wrote and did and made it specific to me and my company, I actually I replied to them, and I set up calls with them. And you know maybe those, those opportunities didn't turn into revenue for them, but at least I did a demo with them, and at least I set up a call. So... Going that extra mile and finding something personal, personal that you can reference or um, you, you know add into your email campaign, I think is is very important and is going to increase your response rate just dramatically. Yeah, that's great. Um, I I love that uh, that authenticity, being yourself, and uh, and you know a lot of people who are first getting started um, or they're growing their business, they they tend to want to make themselves sound like a you know, a corporation, you, they want to sound legitimate. They're afraid that people are going to just think they're some guy working out of their trunk and they want to, you know, make it, make them sound bigger, like a, a legitimate big corporation. And so they, they write those kind of impersonal emails when really just being authentic, being yourself is, is something that transcends, you know, the size of your business, the type of business. Um, if you're a, a large shop or a smaller shop, uh, keeping, a person behind these messages, I think, is always a good idea. Yeah, the, the people I, again. When it comes back to overthinking marketing, you don't need this big, you know, corporate-sounding campaign or, or whatever. Let, let's say you you recently onboarded a new healthcare client and you help them become HIPAA compliant or something like that as an MSP, and then 
you can go and target some of your other healthcare companies in your area or in whatever vertical you're you're focused on, and you can say, "Hey, we recently just helped uh, you know a, a, another healthcare company in the area become HIPAA compliant. Is this something you're interested in?" That's as simple as the email has to be, and I think that's going to get you. I would say at, at, at least a three times higher response rate than drafting a five paragraph email that's listing out all the data points and trying to you know cram in a ton of information in in one email. I mean, the goal of an email is really to get a response. I mean, that's my opinion right on there. it. Yeah, you just want to get mm. a response. You don't have to make the sale in that one email. You don't have to you know cram all the information you know about you into one email. It's just about getting a response and starting a conversation. So keep that in mind when it comes to your different marketing activities that it's about starting a conversation rather than right. like that's your one opportunity to sell them on on your entire business yeah in, the, in this day and age uh email is just another uh messaging platform in this case and people are much more used to you know texting and uh, direct messages and email in a lot of ways can be much shorter than people actually realize they need to be uh you know to the point honest and and just get that response that's that's what it's all about yeah, I love uh, when Nate said that it's it's just a, a way to start a conversation, and and I love yeah. I love having that be kind of the theme here. Is is marketing is just a way to start a conversation with your potential clients or your existing clients. Um, that that's a great way to think of it, and and so I think I'll end it there. I think that's a, a good way to to tie it up all in a nice a neat little bow there. Um, now you guys, I uh, just want to circle back around to uh, to continuum. I, I love. Providing uh, my listeners some great resources, and and you guys actually, besides the services that Continuum offers, you also have some great just uh, resources and information for MSPs. Um, can you talk a little bit about what you have? I know you got the blog and the podcast, and and what else you have there. Yeah, again, it, you know, it's it's all part of our marketing strategy is providing that that content for you. But if you go to Continuum.net, we have an a, an amazing resource center there. Um, it's you know one of the main dropdowns. You can find it on our navigation tab, but uh, the MSP Resource Center. We have eBooks. We have webinar recordings. We have our podcast listed there. We have mm-hmm. a number of blog posts. So there's a ton of good content for MSPs to take advantage of there. Obviously, if you're interested in scheduling a, a demo or a trial, or whatever, you can do that on our on our website as well. But definitely check out the MSP Resource Center, um, Continuum.net. You can find it there, and then blog.continuum.net is our is our blog. We host a lot of good content. We're publishing once or twice a day new blog content. All focus on on MSPs and, and IT businesses. So a lot of good stuff there for you to take advantage of. Yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, wide range of topics on, uh, on the blog. Um, Continuum.net, right under resources, you'll find everything you need there. Uh, and and the radio show, of, of oh, course. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Find us on iTunes. Obviously, yeah, search for MSP Radio on iTunes. We publish weekly. Uh, you know, we try to cover a lot of good topics for MSP. So we'd love to see you uh, join and listen to our to our radio show as well. Yeah. iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah. Yep. I'll, great. Yeah, so we'll we'll definitely have links to to all of that stuff in the show notes of this episode. So folks can check that out. It's it's another great resource to to add to uh to the list of resources where you get information, you get motivation, you get new information, you get um, good ideas to to grow your business, and uh, and that's a great resource. So, uh, have any parting words, guys? Uh, no, I mean, thank you for having us. Obviously, and you know, just to the listeners out there, don't get overwhelmed with marketing. Just get just get started. Um, you know, stick to a regular cadence, whether that's you know a weekly email campaign or posting to your blog weekly, or maybe starting a little tidbit of video or something. Just Get started with it and be consistent with it, and and don't get overwhelmed with the concept of marketing. It's it's really it's not too difficult. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, yep. Get started. Uh, set a time. Uh, do a little bit. Don't get intimidated, and uh, you know, 
enjoy it. <laughs> oh, that's that's it. You know, if if you're in business and going through all these headaches, you might as well enjoy the ride, exactly. right? Hopefully. So, excellent, guys. Uh, I appreciate you uh, being a guest on the show, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you later. Yeah, thanks a bunch. It's been a blast. Thank you. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that interview. Let's keep the conversation going. So head on over to computerbusinessmarketing.com and let us know what you think in the comments section below the show notes over there. Also, don't forget to join us in the Facebook group. Just search for Computer Business Marketing in Facebook and request access to the group. Uh, You just need to answer two easy questions, and I can't wait to see you over there. Also, if you listen to this podcast in iTunes or Stitcher, uh, be sure to leave us a shout out and leave a review. Uh, We love to hear your feedback and every comment that you leave helps the podcast be found by others. And finally, don't forget to check out our sponsor, Tech Site Builder. Thank you for checking out the Computer Business Marketing Show. This is Matthew Rodella saying, here's to your success. Success.